Welcome to Raising Connections. I'm your host, Ray Shan Mayer. This is the program where we talk about all of your critters, companions, commerce, and agriculture. Today, as always, we have a fun and interesting guest with us. And Howie, you are in charge of a whole lot of stuff. It seems to be. It, the stuff just keeps growing, doesn't it? It does. It just keeps coming. So. Well, today we're here to talk about the Great Lisbon Farmers and Hunters Feed the Hungry Christmas Parade. Yes. That's a mouthful, like two arms like. Yeah. We usually just call it the horse parade. The horse parade. And it's in Lisbon. Yep. And the big secret about this is it's Carol and Howard. Yes. And absolutely. the benefits go to both. And those benefits are deer processing. Right. And food banks. Food banks. That's and the fire department gets a little bit. The fire department's really important because yeah. I don't know about you, but I hope I never have to call them for anything. Absolutely, yeah. I do and this. they're always there for the emergency stuff, too. It's so. always there between the vet and the fire department. <laughs> a tow truck every now and then. Yeah, You never know. So what is this parade? It's now the 13th one coming up. They started out as a horse parade. We then got to a point where the horses kind of got too many, and instead of completely, you know, cutting it in half. We actually, the first time we did it, we had just the tractors. Okay. And the tractors then with no horses, but everybody wanted the horses back and we wanted the horses back too. So then we brought 250 horses as the limit and we added that to the tractors. So So I have to ask this, the first year when there was just horses and you had too many, if memory serves me right, you were pulling trailers out of mud that year yeah if it rained that one year it rained and it was a real mess and 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 it was it was really too many horses to deal with and that was the problem if i remember right too many was 500 yes that's a lot (laughs) that's that it just swelled beyond anybody's belief and that's that's something that had to be corrected i love that because it means maryland really is a horse state yes yes everybody just really stepped up and we don't want anybody to feel bad about that we're just glad we can now put it to a point where not only did we get the horses back but we've also kept the tractors and we've also swelled the tractors into carroll county Yep, we put them all together there at the Lisbon Center, and everybody unloads and gets their tractors set up, and they get their floats put together, and they get their people all excited, and we get hot chocolates all over the place, and you know signatures for you know the uh, getting the release, the release forms. forms out and all that kind of stuff, which is something you got to do, you know, in today's world. Okay, so but, I've got to ask, you know, how many times? Because I know we have a 1914 Buick Doodlebug. And it's a six volt converted to a 12 volt and kerosene this and rubber so because it can go on the road, all kinds of stuff. And I have never made it through a parade with this thing. Uh-oh. I am not being towed something. <laughs> How many times do you have these antique and farm equipment pieces that are towed? The, the one year we actually, it was a car that broke down. The tractors have always made it through. <laughs> so yeah, the tractors have always made it through, but we did have a car and we had a little bit of an incident with one of the carriages. But yeah, the tractors have always made it through. A couple of them are a little slow, but they've always, always made it through. That's really encouraging. I've never made it through a parade with my doodle buck. Oh, you, maybe you'll have to get in this one so that you can push it through. Push it. Oh, it's a heavy one. It's got metal (laughs) iron tires. I don't know if I want to push that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We have to put a team of horses on the front of it. There you go. Two horsepower to get through. That'll get it done. The parade was founded to put Lisbon on the map. Yeah. And to help, you know, help feed the needy, you know, through the food banks. Because that's what farmers do. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's that's our whole life is making food for people. And that's that's a thing that 
back years ago. I know Lambert Sissel and a couple of them had a couple ideas that they wanted to do this. And I wasn't even a part of it then. And they put the whole thing together. And I they didn't call me in until they wanted to put tractors in it. Uh, so what is your connection to tractors? Well, I farm for a living. And I've at, the, at that time, I was president of the Howard County Farm Bureau. And we actually became the sponsor of the parade because they needed somebody with a 501c3. Some important numbers. Yeah. So important numbers. whatever they are they, to get, you know, make sure everything was on the up and up. And so when they drew Farm Bureau into it, they asked me to be on the committee. And back in the day when I couldn't say no, I had so one more committee. It was the parade that caused you to learn that two-letter word, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm getting there. It's that so. sucking sound. You hear it every now and then. I know it comes my way. Yeah. But this parade is something really special. And yes. it's if you if I want to warn everybody about this. If you look up the Lisbon Parade, you will find cows in Spain. So if you get on the web and you're showing up the Lisbon Parade, you're going to find the Spanish cows with flowers being paraded through. This is the Lisbon horses and hunters and Christmas. Use those keywords. Right, right. Yeah, that'll get it. That'll get it. You won't get cows in Spain. You'll get tractors and horses in Lisbon, Maryland. Yeah. And because Lisbon is such an interesting area, it sits between all three counties, actually. Yes. Carroll, Howard, and Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. It's a really interesting place. This whole area right along 70 is an interesting place, but, you know, they call it the line state. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all tied together some way. We are all tied together. And there's this friendly little competition that goes on. And we're going to talk about it in a little bit. And we're going to have to give Billy some crud because he was supposed to be here with us. Yeah. We're going to catch Billy He's up stuck on in this. traffic tonight. But, uh, yeah, I'm behind a slow-moving horse. <laughs> I hope that they hit his windshield. But what this does is it gives processing costs. So it provides money for deer processing. Yes. And that's something I'm not sure that people really realize. Can we talk just for a second about that? And we will be having the group come on. We'll be having Mr. White come and talk with us. Oh, great. That'd be good. But deer processing cannot be done in the same facility that cattle Correct. Yes. Pigs are processed. It has to be done in a separate. It can be the same building, but it has to be completely cleaned and started from scratch to begin the the, the butchering of deer. And it's so. partly because of wild animal caught. Yes. And just some farmer behind it. It's just right. a wild cause. And one of the things we learned from Carolyn Babylon at Carol Food Sunday is how much the recipients of this feel incredibly special because they're getting to see and use and try these recipes that they're seeing on HGTV and they're seeing on these food networks. Right. Yeah. And the real irony, when I told my mother what we were doing, she was, you're going to eat deer? Are you all hard up or what? (laughs) It's good food, though. It is. It's farm food. It is truly farm food. They eat as well as some cattle do, as we all know. As we all know. So anybody who sees the deer in the fields, they are gleaning nicely out there. Exactly. And deer, when the population goes up, eats the crop that the farmers you are trying to sell correct yeah they can they can do very bad damage to corn soybeans even small grains you know things like that so yeah and alfalfa they love alfalfa too yes they do yes and they absolutely <laughs> do love alfalfa the other piece of this that's really important is it highlights the farming community because lisbon sits in this area in the circle of lisbon there's a lot of folks who commute down counties, if you will, D.C., Baltimore, Montgomery right. County. Yeah. But it's also a very farming area. It's this area of Howard County that is very rural. Right. It has a very different feel to it than, say, Columbia 
or Montgomery County. Yeah, the zoning out here has kept it more agriculture than the eastern end of the county. And there are some farms on the eastern end of, of Howard County and, you know, east part of, of Carroll County, but you get in the central to the western ends and, and it's a lot of farming land. So. It's a lot of farming land. And it's the area that, this is what my husband tells me. He works down in the Laurel area and he says, you know, people come out here with us to see cows. Yes. <laughs> like I never thought about taking a Sunday drive to see cows, but on your way to the wineries or to the orchards, you're going right. out you're to see Right, you're going to go buy cows. some, yeah. You're going to see a lot. Yeah, there's all these things. And the horses. And Maryland is such a horse state. Absolutely. As we said here above the Equiary at the Maryland Horse Council and the Raising Connection Studios, it's one of those things that it is the number two per capita horse state. Yes. And horses are near and dear to your heart because you're just not farming for a living. No, we board horses as well. And that's farming. That's work too. Yeah. My wife and I run a farm that boards. We also have beef cattle and we make a lot of hay. So that, that keeps us right in the midst of all that. You are right in the middle of all of it. Horses need hay and, you know, the hay needs horses and, you know, back and forth. So it's all, and, and that camaraderie of all those products is part of what flows into the parade because we're just continuing to help and feed and nourish, you know, those that need it and are, are suffering. And the, the, there are a lot of people out there that need the food and the handouts that they get. And that's what we want to do is help them out. So, And the one population, Carolyn Babylon from Carol Food Sunday was one who brought my attention to this. It's not that you don't have, it's that you don't have enough. Correct. And it's yes. that insufficiency. And one of the things when farmers are feeding people, whether it's their animals or livestock or fuel for the tanks, it is to make sure that you have enough. Yes. And the education that goes with that. When we were talking to the Carroll Farm Bureau, one of the, the ladies groups were sitting in front of us. So I'll give a shout out to all the Farm Bureau ladies groups up in Carroll County. Sure. And they said, well, why don't you put a roast in? Because one day you get the roast, the next day you get this, the third day you get stew, the last day you get crackers, and the next day you get, you know, you just exactly. use it all week. Right. Yeah. And what came out of that blew me away. I have an oven. I can make a roast. Right. I have the knives to prepare it. I have the spices to make it taste good and take it through all those different days and its iterations. All you need is a little guidance. <laughs> you need some guidance, but you also need to be able to have a stove. Yes. And if you're doing transient living or you've been in a domestic issue or you're moving quickly, the things I've learned, my heavens, and that food insufficiency, how the stability of being in one place gives you security. And when you're moving place to place, that hand You kind of lose that. Yeah. You do. You yep. really do. Yep. When we come back, we have to talk about Carol versus Howard. Okay. Okay. Join me, Rayshan Mayer, from Mariah Bellmanor Kennel, for our new adventure, Living Life Tales Up podcast, combining everyday life with what goes on at the kennel and farm, a bit of humor, some ideas, and some positive happy bubbles. We're living tails up, nose down, and staying on track. We hope to see you on Living Life Tales Up for five to ten minutes worth of happy, happy bubbles shooting out there in the atmosphere. See you soon. Welcome back to Raising Connections. I'm Rashan Mayer, your host. And today we have Howie Figgy talking with us about the Great Lisbon Farmers and Hunters Feed the Hungry Christmas Parade. That is just a mouthful. It is. It is. It's way too long, but call it the horse parade. The horse parade. There we go. Not the one up in Chesapeake, but the one here in Lisbon. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at, right? Lisbon's where it's at. We've got it here. You come down, you watch this parade. There's things going on at Days Inn. You're enjoying what's in Lisbon. You're bringing some canned goods, putting them into the donation boxes. Yep. And when you bring those canned goods... Make it something 
extra special because this is something we've learned. Yes. Peggy was great about telling us this. Peggy Schultz is one of the folks on our committee. Right. I had no idea that things got crushed. They get crushed. You, know, you bring crackers and they're in boxes and they get crushed. Cereal ends up crushed. Who knew? The macaroni ends up broken open. So. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. But what we've learned is it's the special things. Yes. It's the special things like the cake mixes and the sprinkles, the special sprinkles, the birthday candles. Yes. Those extra special little things. Little things most people wouldn't think about. Yeah. The things that are just really special because the food banks with the financial donations that come to the parade from being sponsors of the parade, that money goes to the food banks and the food banks then can actually buy pallets of food with buying power. Correct. Yes. And it also goes to support the deer processing. Yes. And the Lisbon Fire Company. Yes. That's that's all important, everyone knows. I had no idea how important a fire company was to a parade. Yes. They're there for the community and for the counties. And they're right on the line for Carolyn Howard. So that's that's even better. Yes. And they know how to close roads and do things and move things around that I wouldn't have ever thought about. Right. The logistics with 250 horses and all those tractors can be some logistics. Yes. That's going to be a challenge. So now Carolyn Howard, we said we sit right here on the this crack between them. We're here on 70, Route 70, right? Right. Parading down the center of Lisbon. And do you think people in Howard and Carroll actually know that there's this little competition going on? Some of them do, some don't. So the ones that know We're that trying to get it out there more right. and more all the time. So what is this competition? We challenged the Carroll. Are we Carroll? Are we Howard? Are we we, we Howard, the Howard County Group of Farm Bureau. We challenged the Carroll County Farm Bureau to be more active and get tractors into the parade. And we told them that if they could beat us in the number of tractors, we would let them lead the parade. I have a question about this. Sure. I got to speak up for Billy here. Okay. All right. So part of the Carol Farm Bureau. You sure? I feel a responsibility to speak up on this one. Yes. So if I am in Carol and I'm driving all the way from up there and you all are just right here local. Some of us are. Uh-huh. It's a long way to the other end of Howard County. So. It depends on which end of you know, 144 you're on. It's true. It, Tonic Town's a lot further. Oh, absolutely. So if we're coming down, who do we call? Who do we get in touch with? You can call me or you can call Billy. Either one of us. We're in. If you go to the website, or both of our numbers are on there. You can talk to both of us. We'd love to have you come down, get in the parade. We'll stage right there at the Lisbon Center. We leave there and head down towards... Um, the 144 and what is that? I'm trying to think what the name is. 144? Yeah, no, it's it, that's no, we've got to go down to the other end as we go around because we start down at uh, we're just going to start at the yeah. circle. We're going to start at the uh, but anyway, now you've got me doing it. Yeah, so anyway. I can see it. We're going to start right there at the Lisbon Center and we'll be directed on where to go. Yes, and we, we'll go around and then we come up through the town of Lisbon. And when we get to the circle, most of us head right back north on 94, back to the shopping center. And after that, you can get something to eat there. You can come back to Lisbon and get something to eat in different little shops and stuff. Day's end, we'll be having several food trucks and things there. And you can make a whole afternoon of it because the parade starts at noon. So you want to get there probably 11 o'clock just so you can get a decent parking spot and be in town before some of the roads close. You get to come up and have lunch. You see the parade. 
you do your things, you go to Laraland Farm on your way back because we've done getting all the wagons for the parade. Well, yeah. not all the wagons. No, there's more than what they're donating, but I think they're donating all of theirs. All of their wagons. And Absolutely. They've maxed out on wagon donations there. Yeah. It really is a really incredible thing to see everybody come together. Yes. And have this sense of community. And if you're at the parade, and if Carroll County is leading it off, they'll see it at the top. They get all those tractors in there because the form tells you if it's Howard or Carroll, you know. Yes. Well, you know because you wrote the form. <laughs> right. So as you're coming down the street and you see the folks lined up along, it is just stunning. I remember growing up seeing the Macy's Parade on TV. It's not quite the Macy's Parade, but it is just stunning to see the little town of Lisbon lined with people and all the community spirit that comes out. Yes, especially if you can be in downtown Lisbon and be a part of watching that parade in that crowd of people and just feel the the, the warmth and the happiness that it gives everybody that they're doing something good for, you know, for the neighborhood and for the two, three counties around us that, you know, need help. So when a tractor or a horse or a group of tractors or horses enters, there's a nominal fee, and that's just administrative to keep everything going. And it sure. all, it's a complete pass-through. All the money that's raised is dispersed. Oh, yes. Yeah. But there's the, also the sponsorship. Yes. So if you're sponsoring the parade, then there are different donation levels, and you can go to the website and find all the different levels. You can go to the Facebook page and see everybody up there with their names and what they're doing and how they're doing it. But last year, we raised $24,000. That's a lot of money for this little parade. Yes. It's a really heartwarming thing to realize that you've made that much money to be able to give it to the people that really need it. So, And it's not one big donor. It's lots oh, of no. small it's, donors. So many people came together to do that. So It's just, it's really amazing. Come out and feel the vibe of this thing. Oh, yeah. it is, it's undescribable. It's almost palpable. Yes. And it's really neat. We we had one where it actually just slightly snowed, and that seemed like the best one ever because it was like it just really made the Christmas spirit just come out in everybody. It wasn't too uncomfortable. Right. It was just, you know, Christmassy. Just and enough. that's, you know, that's what you really want in a Christmas parade. When I'm out there and I'm watching, and we're starting it off this year right here in front of the Equiary and the Maryland Horse Council, the grandstand will be out there, and we're starting it off with singing this year. Okay, yes. And flags. Yep. And then the horses. And if I remember right there. Well, no, the tractors uh, will come first. I mean, the horses. <laughs> <laughs> so are the horses from Carol or Frederick or Howard or where are they from? They're from all over. They come from all over. That's. I heard a rumor. And I don't know if this rumor is right, but I think I heard this rumor from somewhere right around here that we had a police force mounted leading us off this year. I believe that could be true. That yes. could be true. Yeah. We'll have to find out if they're Howard or Carol. Yeah, I don't know. Does it might affect? be Maryland. Maryland would be excellent. Yeah. So. I think it's actually Okay, so that's how you're keeping us out of the argument. Just put it into Maryland. I guess somebody that's has to right. be neutral. We get enough arguments as it is. Okay. So. Well, we won't argue over that. It's just Maryland leading it off. We'll only argue how much food are you going to bring there you to, go. to donate. So There we go. Something's extra special. Something really good. Uncrushable. Uncrushable. <laughs> it's a, bro a book like that. Unbroken or something. Yeah, like that. something like that out there. 
So if I want to bring my tractor, what are you looking for for tractors? Just any old tractor? Any tractor that you feel like can keep up with the larger tractors. We're not going to be going fast. Now, when you say larger tractors, you don't mean my garden tractor. You're saying harvest tractors. Right. You're like talking you're about seeing them out in the, field, know, tractors. the 100, 200 horsepower boys that you know, got boys. the dual wheels and things. We've had a few of those show up. Most of the tractors are mid-sized tractors, maybe, you know, 70, 80 horsepower that can do a good job. They've got, the farmers have had them for years. They love to decorate them up and make them look pretty. And then that sends another message that look how well I've taken care of my equipment. And we're looking for Christmas, to the wreaths, the garland, things like that. Some people even put lights on them, but we did have to put the parade at noon because we don't want the horses in the dark. That would not be good. Horses in dark and flashing lights and loud noises, probably not. Right. That could, that that, could create that's a different some, kind of obstacle yeah, horse. Some havoc there. I think my favorite was the Grinch. Yes. Yeah. I showed that picture to my father and he was like, I can tell you why he's Grinchy. He's driving a red tractor. There you yeah. go. But I understand on the form it says red, green, orange. We take them all. Take them all. Yeah. Okay. Any tractor that you want to put through, we will get you through the parade. So dress it up, bring it out, do this. Bring your horses. The carriages. Carriages will be there. We try to get as many of those as we can, and uh, they're really cool because of the multiple horses pulling them. A lot of them really decorate up with the jingle bells and all that on them as they come through. So. You got the zing, zing, zing of the bells. So. so right now, currently, who's leading, Carol or Howard? I'd probably say Howard because I'm a Howard County. Oh. <laughs> but, the, but you know, Billy's going to say that it's probably Carol's got more lined up and ready to go. But we will know that afternoon who had the most tractors in that parade. Okay. Because we're going to be announcing them as they go by. There you go. So if you want to find more information about the Lisbon Parade. It is the Great Lisbon Christmas Parade on Facebook. Yes. Or you can go to the Great Lisbon Christmas Parade.com.org. Either one will get you there. I believe so. Yes. Come find out the information. We're going to get Billy. He says he's caught traffic. I'm not so sure about that. I think he's looking for tractors. No, he could be. He's probably lining people up to come to the parade. Probably. He's just not telling us. He knows where you're at. He's out working extra. <laughs> there you go. Howie, I appreciate your time coming in to talk with us. Anytime, anytime. All the work that you're doing to get the parade up and going. Thank you so much. And if everybody out there can come, that would be great. So the support is unbelievable and it'll make you feel good all the way through Christmas. So. It really does set a tone. It does. So, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you all at the parade. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. 